Welcome back to Shit Talk Fridays, everybody. I'm Gina. And I'm Evo. Happy Friday, Evo. Happy Friday, Gina. Um, You know what I wanted to say last Friday that we didn't say that after we filmed the episode, I went, fuck, I can't believe we didn't talk about that. What? So last Friday when we got on, we had been off for a week because we got COVID and then it was Thanksgiving and it was just like, it was a, it was a hot mess. Yeah. Um, so we were involved in a hit and run. Oh shit, yeah. And I can't believe that I didn't say I that because of how that. fucking angry I was that that happened to us. Yeah, we had a lot, lot of shit go happen. down yeah. in the same week because yeah. that that day that night that we came home that we were involved in a hit and run which was a sunday evo and i went to the harry potter event in upstate yorktown new york we had an amazing time but on the fucking way there we're driving in the left lane and a guy comes speeding up behind us evo could actually see him in the rear view mirror and then you could see that he was already driving erratic he then bogarted into our lane and hit us on the passenger side front fender and when i tell you that my heart came out of my fucking asshole when that shit happened because two two reasons number one i wanted evil to chase him which was i shouldn't have been thinking that but i was just so angry that this person did what they did and then when they left our lane while they were exiting the lane that they bogarted into they then exited and hit the other person no, I don't think that I don't think they hit another. They did. It, it didn't. It didn't look like that to me. It um, sounded like that. They to were me. actually so they were actually in the lane next to us. They were in the lane next to us, like a car behind us, and they were kind of they were going to attempt to pass me and then cut over into our lane. Mm -hmm. And so there was a car in front of them in the lane next to me, and they 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 tried to squeeze into that little space to get over. Yeah, but they clipped our yes, front end they, in doing they so. Us. Yeah, and, and then. then and there was no way that that person did not know that they hit us because course, it was loud yeah. and it was, it scared the shit out of me. You actually, actually had to kind of gain control of the car since we were all yeah. the way in the left lane. We then had to avoid the barrier between the fucking highways. Well, not only that, I, I mean, like I was barely holding onto the wheel because I mean we were just cruising. Yeah, we were chilling. And so I might, I might have been holding onto the steering wheel with like two fingers. And so to get clipped on your front end, you know, like the car literally almost. Well, it did definitely shifted to the left, and so regaining control of that and straightening out the wheel, um, it got a little crazy for a second. So, listen, if you were on the Garden State Parkway uh, like three Sundays ago, <laughs> about exit one forty eight, yeah, uh, one forty eight, like one fifty three something. No, it was actually like exit one fifty three because when I called the police, it was mile marker one fifty three. And you were driving a black uh, Nissan Altima with tinted windows. Fuck you. And fuck the horse that you rode in on. You know, I just so had to say that. Typically, I was so pissed. Typically, it would have been on and popping. Like you, yeah, if you would have clipped, if, if you would have clipped me, we would have been. You know, this would have been Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Like we, we were about to get it on. <laughs> yeah, and for real. I would tip. Normally, I just would have been like chasing a person, racing down the highway. Who knows what would have happened? But because our daughter was in the car, yeah, I yeah. literally just didn't even react. Like, you didn't, which I was very grateful for. But yeah. I was just really angry because that has actually happened to us once before. Oh, yeah. We weren't in the vehicle. Our car was parked. We were at a food truck getting chimichurris in Uptown. And a person drove past and hit my car. Sideswept the whole car. Ripped off my side view mirror. And I jumped in the car and I chased after this person like a fucking maniac. 
um, that that was Gina a long time ago. I'm not that Gina anymore. But immediately, like that was the mindset that my brain went into when that person hit us. Like chase this motherfucker. But anyway, um, you know, I believe in karma, but I don't believe in karma the way that a lot of people believe in it. They like to say like, you know, what goes around comes around. I don't believe that. I believe that the life that you live, if you're living your life like that, then that shit gonna get you anyway. So, um. I just had yeah, to say crazy that. Crazy story. Yeah, crazy story. So um, that that was like fucking just the beginning of that that shitty ass Definitely two not, weeks not, that we had. Not the, not the way you want to like spend the holidays. Yeah, yeah, but then thank God we went to the Harry Potter event and had a fucking great time. Yeah. Um, I thought it was so cute. and um, We actually couldn't even stop. Like, I mean, I, we, I stopped to take a look at the damage. Yeah. But got right back in the car, kept yeah, driving. Yeah, because we had to be had at to the be event. There by a certain time, we had prepaid tickets. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't even like stop and call the cops and get a police report. Well, you mean you did call the cops to just yeah. let them know of the vehicle and give them a description? Well, I reported it to them, so yeah. um, I, I'm able to go online and file a police report, but we're not going to do that because, uh, thank God, my husband is in the auto industry somewhat. Yeah, I'll, can, I'll get it taken care of. He'll get it taken yeah. care of, but um, like I said, fuck you. So let's cheers to that. <laughs> cheers. I was, I'm, I'm drinking tequila. I took a sip already. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course you did because... Eva likes to be rude. My palate just be calling. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So with that being said, let's get into our topic for this Friday. And it. our topic is the holiday mubble fubbles. What the fuck is a mubble fubble? A mubble fubble. Please explain. Because that's how I feel. Like, God, the holidays come and you get this feeling. So the Oxford Dictionary um, definition of mubble fubbles is... This defines, an, it's an obsolete term. Nobody really uses it anymore. But I thought the word was kind of fitting, which date back, it dates back to 1589 as a state of depression or melancholy, despondency, or low spirits, which I think a lot of people tend to experience during the holiday season. They start to feel like um, there are certain obligations that they have to meet that can be stressful mm. it could also be a time where people feel very lonely because maybe they don't have a significant other or maybe they're not around family to share it with and then there's this other thing that tends to happen during the holidays which is you become it's often a time where you start to spend extended period of time with family that you generally maybe don't always spend time with and if you're a person that doesn't see family a lot during the rest of the year, that kind of enforces the family time that can be like an, a bombardment of feelings and interactions and my favorite invasive questions. Mm. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. When you said mumble fumble, the first thing that came to mind was like a Harry Potter character. Really? Doesn't tell me it doesn't have like a little that kind of a ring to it. Nah, because you're not a Harry Potter fan, so I would not say that That, that doesn't mean that it doesn't sound like a Harry Potter character. No, it doesn't. If you would watch Harry Potter, it doesn't sound anything kind of like anything Harry Potter ish. Right, I beg to differ. But okay. Okay. I mean listen, if, if anybody in the comments agrees with Evo that that term mumble fubbles sounds like a Harry Potter. I mean, isn't isn't it isn't a, like a like um a half breed, like a muggle? Yes. All right. Well, mumble fubble. <laughs> so that's like that's like a, like a quarter. Yo, breed. look like, at Evil pulling out the Harry Potter. Listen, man. Okay. I got a little. I got a little. You know, Harry Potter knowledge in my pocket. Okay, I I'm, feel you. I'm not like completely green to it. All right. <laughs> uh, so because nosy family members love to ask totally inappropriate questions, things like when you're getting married, when are you two having kids. Why don't you have a boyfriend? Why don't you have a girlfriend? Why mm. don't you have a significant other? Mm -mm. Why? How, um. 
there's the other type of questions which are uh, excuse me actually not questions comments that family members like to make that are super rude super invasive things like Mija you've gained a lot of weight or you know they like to make comments on the things that you're wearing or they like to make comments about how you are you know potentially living your life at that mm. point in time let's say whether you whether it's you know work yeah or school education yeah you know just man just super intrusive super judgmental comments like yeah it's crazy um i'll be a, i'll be a hundred on that i'm not the one i am not the one i don't i don't let people ask me questions and ever make me feel like I have to answer something just because they're my family and mm. just because they're friends. And they should feel this like, what's the word I'm looking for? Obligation? Or well, a sense of entitlement. Yeah. Sometimes people that are your family members, especially elders, like you know your aunts, your uncles, grandparents, your mm. parents, they feel this sense of entitlement to your personal life. Yeah. Um, and then there's even times that you have really good friends that also kind of feel like that. Maybe they haven't seen you in a while, but, you know, they f kind of feel like, you know, girl, tell tell me what's going on. You know, how come you're not doing this? And that not may be something that you are inclined to want to talk about. I feel like that's kind of like a newer generation thing now, right? Where what do you, mean? you just feel it's like, hey, respect my boundaries type of shit, you know, mm. because, you know, up until now. I feel like when it came to elders, that shit was like a rite of passage. Like that shit was just yeah. called the fucking holidays. Like you were going to get grilled. You yeah. were going to get you, your life was going to get pried into and dissected and commented on amongst the family at a at a family gathering during the holidays. It's like, you know, gossip fucking central. I need to know what the fuck you're doing so then I could talk about you all the way from now until the next fucking holiday. Yeah. And, and like it in just Hispanic, what it was what it was. Bonchinchera. Bonchinchera, yeah. Okay. People like to talk shit. And if anybody's a fan of Lawan James, he is a yeah. I would say that he's a in social media personality. He does a like a lot of comedy skits. And he did this one recently which kind of sparked this conversation for me, which was it was basically like him and him um acting out two characters and one of them was like a tia like an mm -hmm. aunt where she was doing what it is that we're talking about you know making these like rude ass comments about her the person's appearance um making a uh comments about you know the fact that they didn't have a boyfriend right and didn't didn't it kind of like start off like the conversation would start off subtle but then immediately go into the, these intrusive yeah and offensive comments like um, and then uh, <laughs> like, what i you love doing you're doing good that's yeah. fine look at you you're looking great but you're putting on a little bit of weight girl yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. sideways ass, sideways right? ass comments. you got a boyfriend i don't think you're gonna get a boyfriend like that you better slow down slow oh, your weight down yeah and um <laughs> and listen if you are if you at any time have been at a family function, this type of shit will go down. And I, I honestly feel like it goes across all color lines, whether you're black, white, Hispanic. This type of conversation will happen in all different facets. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of hilarious when it comes from like an abuela, you know, and she or says like, yeah, they, they said it, they say it like it's like a backhanded comment. Like you look good, but slow down, you know, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. So I would just like to remind people in the audience during the holiday time, you don't owe anybody shit, whether it is your family, your friends, 
Don't ever feel like that you need to satisfy their own personal curiosities at the expense of your own personal experience. I don't think that that is fair for anybody to ever feel like they need to divulge their personal information or how it is that they're choosing to live their life to satisfy someone else's inquiries so then that person can go and turn around and do what with it talk shit yeah so <laughs> just that that listen that you know what they're gonna do right as soon as they leave the family function on the next family functions we'll be like girl mm-hmm. crack open a fucking bottle of wine yeah i got some shit to tell you like you will not believe the gossip that i picked up over at such and such event whatever whatever and those are the people that love to live what um i read once upon a time people that live in the gray space people that will never color outside of the lines and it's really easy for them to point the finger at other people that are oh, choosing yeah. to live their lives they live for that shit. the way that they want they live. live to talk shit yeah so i would like to give some you know tips of how maybe you can I don't want to say avoid these type of comments or questions ways that you can answer them and then leave friends or family with something that they're only going to have the choice just to walk away because you're not going to give them what it is that they're actually looking for but you're going to answer their question for them so one of the things that I think you can say when you're maybe getting a question asked to you that you're not looking to really answer, you can say, I'd rather not discuss that right now. And honestly, maybe when I have news, I'll share with the family. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely... They may they real, may continue to pry. Vanilla. Yeah, they may continue to pry. They may be like... they They may... Family members may then, you know, push a little bit more and say, you know, but I'm your aunt or your uncle. And then you can just follow back with, you know, I, I know that. I'm not not acknowledging the fact that you are my aunt, my uncle, my, my grandmother, whatever. But at, right now, I don't feel comfortable having not, that conversation. Or you can hit him with the Gina, right? What's the Gina? No, wait. We didn't get to that yet. Oh, okay. All right. We didn't get to the Gina I didn't know yet. if we were going to cover that. So. Okay. Um, so, actually, you know, we could share what the Gina is. Yeah, let's Because um, I want to go into, like, how you would kind of, like, move away from getting comments. Because comments are not something that generally you would have something to say. It's just a person like uh, placing their opinion on mm. you. So, but the Gina is where I do this thing and I've come to find out that a lot of introverts do this uh, when we are not invested in the conversation and we're just finding any fucking way to get out of it and we do the, wow, really? That's crazy. I actually have to go to the bathroom and then don't fucking come back. And, and you might and you might actually just for the fuck of it, like repeat it three or four times throughout yeah. the same conversation. To make them feel like, like you're actually listening yeah, that, to them. That'll be your answer on repeat. Like, wow, really? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And almost like like what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost almost like do it in a way where like I wanna see how many times I can actually say this. Yeah. Before they realize that I'm not fucking I don't give a shit about what they're saying. You will find that people who are very self-absorbed into what it is that they're having a conversation yeah, about won't even well, listen to what you're saying. Actually, they're not even having a conversation because the conversation involves two people. When they're talking at you, you can do that like ten times, and they'll just keep fucking yeah, talking. Because they're not talking. They're not talking to talk. Yeah. To have a conversation. conversation, they're just talking to talk. They're talking to hear themselves. Yeah. And that's why I usually do the, I need to use the bathroom. That's crazy. Or I go look for Evo. Wow. I'm like, you know what? Actually, I need to go get Evo for something. And I will not fucking come back. And I will avoid that person like the plague. Now, when it comes to comments, 
I want to give people a way to respond that is kind of feisty and use this as you see fit because you may not want to say this to your 80 year old I was just thinking that right now I you may not want to say like, this to your 80 year old grandma be careful this information you're going to get one of these kids <laughs> fucked up but you may want to the kids around they're still getting chancletazos out this yeah. motherfucker like, you may want to say this to somebody that maybe you don't really have a, a strong relationship and you're not really concerned about how it is that you come across to them, right? Well, Gina on Shit Talk Fridays told me. Yeah, right? <laughs> Get yourself fucking banned. Um, you could say, I don't recall asking you. And I know That's that a, sounds... I know that That's sounds, a backhanded comment. Why? If they're... To, it, a, to an adult? Okay. Like, like a family member? So, but if they're already leading with backhanded comments, if they're saying things to you mm -hmm. about you, yeah, and then you say to them... I don't recall asking you. See, you know what? I guess it really depends on the situation, right? Mm -hmm. So, because if that family member is known for being intrusive mm -hmm. and for being a gossiper, and that's, you know, and you decide to just really not answer or even say something smart, your parents may understand because it may come to your parents' attention that you said mm -hmm. something disrespectful to one of, you know, your, your elder family members. You would consider that disrespectful? Uh, some may consider it, Yes. That's not Especially, what I asked you. I asked you, do you consider that disrespectful? I just said it was kind of like a backhanded comment. So, you know, yeah, if 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 I was, if like a nephew of mine or a niece mm -hmm. said that to me, mm -hmm. I don't recall asking you, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd be kind of offended by that comment. I, I feel like it, well, that was slightly disrespectful. I find that dynamic very interesting considering that in that particular situation, the person that is applying the intrusive comments or questions is being disrespectful but they're not seeing it as being disrespectful because they may then be the elder but because someone's choosing to say something back a little spicy to them they're going to perceive that as disrespectful well, i think they're just getting a taste of their own medicine that goes they don't back like to it. exactly what i started with this comment to begin with which was it really depends on the situation right if it was a situation where i as the adult was asking a question that may have been slightly intrusive to somebody, but it wasn't something that like I regularly did. Mm -hmm. I may have just kind of was curious to know something and the conversation may have gotten to the point where I may have said something that was a little bit intrusive. If their immediate response was something like that, that would be disrespectful. Now, if I'm known to be like one of those, those relatives that at every party I'm looking and prying for information so I can go fucking gossip with, then that's a different story. You know what I mean? Because a person like that kind of needs to be, you know, be shown where their boundaries are. Because they don't give a fuck. You know, I have an aunt yes, like that. I, have, I, I, have I agree. A, I, have I think, like I think boundaries need to be... She gives zero fucks about you. She will talk to you and be all in your business and be gossiping to you about other people's shit. And then, and like, just doesn't care. She just loves to do that shit. So her, you kind of got to like... You got to put those boundaries up. You're like, you don't know. You're not... You only you can only get this far. But if it, if that wasn't the situation and my, my immediate answer to mm -hmm. that person was something like backhanded like that, I don't know. I, I see that as disrespectful. I know you and I definitely have a different, even when I definitely have a difference of opinion when it comes to like how you would um, handle cert certain situations like this. Um, I'm really yeah. big on, if I don't like you, <laughs> you're going to know. And um, and it's not because I'm, in my mind, being disrespect dif disrespectful. It's because I'm just applying the same experience to you that you're applying to me and a lot of people don't like that so the last one that i have this one's really pc this one's really like you could actually maybe even say this to like a co-worker like at a function that's trying to pry a little bit and, and you for those that don't know what's pc please pc like politically correct okay okay uh so you could say uh 
what you call honesty, I call giving me unsolicited opinion and criticism. Please don't. That is the very PC way. You could actually even write that in an email if you wanted to. That does sound like something like Matt Corporate. Yeah. That you would say to somebody. Um, and again, this could be somebody that is like somebody you don't see all the time, you know, and you just want to keep it really just like keep them at an arm's distance, but you don't want to come across any way disrespectful disrespectful i don't know why i'm having a hard time saying that word today i got the mubble fubbles in my <laughs> mouth right now maybe it's tequila i don't know um listen but all else fails just do the wow really crazy and just dip the fuck off so what do you have for us evo what's uh, your holiday mubble fubble my holiday mubble fubble is well one of them is the split holidays well what do you mean by split so what i mean is having to split your holidays amongst families mm -hmm. whereas to maybe okay maybe you're have your parents are separated and you have to go see your mother's side of the family mm. and your father's side of the family or if if you have a girlfriend you know so that you have to see your side of the family and then go see your girlfriend's side or a significant other i'm sorry i didn't mean to just really yeah. uh, marginalize that but you have a significant other and then you have to go and see their side of the family and just that whole ordeal of having to do it all in one day um, and the rush of, you know, really sticking to a schedule, getting ready and making sure that you have enough time. We've had to do that before. To and get, it's it's stressful. Yeah. To get to these places. Um, it's I, not enough. To, I feel like it's not enough time to see loved ones. It really isn't. Um, fortunately, there, you know, some loved ones, they celebrate Christmas the following morning they do a christmas mm -hmm. eve or christmas morning in those situations it really works out if you're latino you're celebrating christmas yeah. christmas eve yeah. so and then, so if you if yeah if, if you're latino and you're significant others latino then that's when it becomes a problem because yeah. it's like you know somebody's gonna get cut short you know you're not really gonna be able to spend ample amount of time in one situation in one place um you can't you're not gonna be able to get comfortable enough before you got to get up and go again yeah we've actually had to do that um Quite a few times. Yeah, absolutely. But I will say I had a really great experience with Evo's family um, because in the beginning we spent more time with my family. Yeah, we did. I, that's just the way the dynamic was. Um, but there were a couple years before your brother Johnny moved away. I know yeah. I know you're smiling because you know what I'm going to say. And <laughs> Evo's family, I had never spent the holiday with anyone like this before. Um, Evo's aunt actually had... Um, books with carols in it and we sat around together as a family and we sang christmas carols together and um i remember when she took the books out at first i was like is she for real like it, it, it was before I, I i explained to you what christmas was like at my brother's house and you were like wait what yeah you do what i'm like yeah you know my 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 brother or somebody will eventually dress up as santa yo shout down, out to johnny yeah, and mimi he'll come down the stairs you know well, yeah don't gifts, give it all away though and, what do you mean give yeah, it away i'm not gonna yeah, so like, like and you were looking at me like i was crazy yeah, right and i, I just, literally I just thought to, you were i i, I kind of thought you were pulling my leg i was yeah. like we're gonna go to your brother's house yeah. and we're gonna sing christmas carols and then your brother's gonna come down the stairs dressed as santa claus right so i really no wanted way. to set the tone of of like where your mind was at prior to going to my brother's house and having this experience so now continue 
And I remember when she pulled out the books, I was like, oh my God, she's not fucking joking. And we sat around and I, I, I want to say- The by kids the, too, right? The yeah. kids too. Like The kids were like, Everybody. What, the, what, are we, what is about to happen it right was now? Every, like, well, Everybody was so apprehensive but, about it. But um, your brother's kids were, that was- Oh yeah, you know, no, I'm talking about our kids. Yeah. Um, Alex and Giovanni, they were, you know, that's accustomed to them. Yeah. But um, I remember by the third song, when I tell you I was so with it, I was just like, what are we going to sing next? The Christmas spirit got Are injected. we going to sing Rudolph the Red <laughs> And then your brother came downstairs dressed as Santa Claus yep. and he gave out gifts. And when I tell you, I, when we left, I was like, are we going back there next year? Yep. And we did it for like a couple years in a row until yeah. your brother, until your brother uh, moved away. Uh, but... I remember thinking to myself, I'm so glad that we split this time and spent some time with your family because that was a great experience for me because I had never done anything like that before. Yeah, the, you know, the smiles. Yeah, look, at, on, look at the smile yeah, on my face. The smiles right now. on all of their faces. Yeah, it was, was great. was priceless. Yeah, it was fucking great. So if anybody um, is looking for something yeah. that is priceless and put smiles on your family's face and you don't think it's, you'll sing Christmas carols and then have somebody dressed up like Santa. That yeah, shit is where it's at. You know what it is? I feel like you have to go somewhere where that is the norm right yeah. and then kind of like get immersed in the spirit that's what I, I really feel like that's what it was because you know all of my family members like that it's just what it was right so yeah. there was no there was no you you couldn't run away from it in that house like you couldn't go to another room and kind of like get away from this Mm-mm. you it, you were you were like gonna be drowned by this what was going on in this house and I love that because it's something that maybe you've seen on TV you've seen Christmas caroling maybe you've, you've never had it in your family but you you know what it is right you've it's like a Hollywood thing right to be in that environment and be actually be part of it you actually you get it yeah you definitely get it and you, they got it and I got it right away yeah. um, it, it took a little warming up because my biggest fear in life is being embarrassed and I was like she wants me to sing yeah. I, I no. and then I'm telling you about the third song I was like can we sing the 12 days of Christmas something about being in a room with like 13 to 15 family members and everybody singing Christmas carols and I mean everybody it really brings a different energy yeah, to the room it brings the holiday cheer it takes away the yeah. mumble fubbles so, so give us some yeah. recommendations well, of how someone can maybe deal with this before I do that so I mean just like so then having to pry away, away from that or something like that it's, it's it's hard it's hard you know and especially if you have kids yeah. you know when the kids are just settling that settling in they're having fun they're playing with their cousins and and whatnot and friends and and you may not even get to stay long enough to open gifts. You have to like shove a bunch of food in your mouth, you know, potentially eat just to be like, you know, yeah, respectful and then take off and go to another family member's house. And, you, and you know, like it's, it's just, I don't know. I don't like it. Some people may not have a problem with it, but. My schedule won't allow it. Won't allow it. I would say that the solution to this is know your host. And what I mean by that is if you're splitting locations during the holidays, Reach out to the host, whoever they may be, and just find out, you know, when are they going to eat? When are they planning on open, opening presents? What time are they planning on starting? Mm-hmm. And see how you can manage getting the most out of the time that you have to visit both both sides of the family or both sides of the of your relationship that you may have with your significant other. I mean, outside of that, there's not really much you can do. More than likely, you're probably going to feel like you fell short in time. You're going to be stressed. Um, but hopefully, by being able to manage it, uh, around the schedules of your host you'll be able to max- maximize your time yeah i think if you were to do that if you were to reach out who whoever is responsible for hosting and they say you know we like to eat at this time we like to open gifts at this time that gives you the opportunity to turn around and say 
well, I have to go to this family member, so I think I could be at your house around gift opening time or, you know, when you're going to eat dinner so we yeah. can take part in that. Is that okay? Yeah. You know, I think that that may minimize the stress because I'm all about minimizing stress, especially during the holidays. I'm real big on going, we only go to one place because I don't want to deal with that stress because it, because it can be so stressful. And then it takes away from the joy of the holidays. Yeah. So I think that that's a great idea. Um, so talking about stresses of holidays i think the one that everybody is aware of and everyone is going through right now is buying gifts and oh. how stressful that can be hell yeah keeping up with the joneses right yeah um, bullshit. so i worked in retail for a really long time and i want to share some like i guess what you would call behind the scenes when it comes to buying gifts when I would watch men and women come to the location that I worked at to buy gifts for people and they were just buying the gift just to buy the gift. There wasn't no really true um, like intent behind it. There wasn't any true like motivation. It was just because it was Christmas and they had to come with something. Right. I don't think that that should ever be they, the focus. They weren't making it personal. Yes. <laughs> and I think what can make it makes the christmas or hanukkah or kwanzaa whatever holiday that you're celebrating that you're exchanging gifts if you're just buying a gift just to buy a gift and it's not personalized which also can be very stressful because then that means that you really need to pay attention to detail to whoever you're giving the gift to but what i'm going to say is this and this is the behind the scenes when you go out and you do that and you stress yourself just to buy a gift just to make face just know that 90 percent of the time that person is going to return that shit or they're never going to use it. The amount of times that I've watched people get gifts purchases, get have gifts purchased for them, and then that person come back and return that gift because it, they would say things to me like, you know, it was a nice gesture. I would never wear this. This color doesn't look good on me. It would just yeah. be so way off, and they just felt like they needed to have something. So some advice that i would like to give that may minimize your stress during the holidays is having a conversation with your friends and your family members about gift giving and try to see what's really important to that circle that you're trying to involve yourself in when it comes to the gift giving so for example when it comes to our family as adults we don't gift give at all um, it's only for the kids so the only communication that's happening between family and friends is what do the little ones want um, and the reason why we choose to not gift give is because we don't feel like and this is our personal opinion we don't feel like the holidays is really about giving gifts it's about spending time with family and friends and the people that you love so just going to someone's house or going into an event that someone is hosting and spreading your holiday cheer, like doing something like singing yeah. a Christmas carol, can be so much more fulfilling than giving them a gift that they're not really going to give a shit about. Yeah, I mean, good food, good people, and good music. Um, Papa John's. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the recipe right there. But, I mean, listen, I'd also like to add to that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will fucking go broke over the holidays. Wait. You're jumping ahead, and, and like, I completely fuck. agree with I was, you. I'm patiently yes. waiting over here, listening You're to you. You're patiently I'm like, is she waiting. Gonna, she gonna talk about it. So people, yes. So that is the other. That is the other facet of buying gifts and during the holidays. People will put a lot of stuff on credit cards. Yeah. People will 
put themselves in debt to buy gifts that are really not meaningful. So another or trying to make it seem like they got it when they don't. Yes, I I feel like that's like that's like this is like the one holiday where you can feel broke as fuck mm -hmm. by just looking around about what other people are doing, and it's it's a fucked up situation to be in. Yeah. So something that I would like to offer as a way to kind of not put yourself in debt when it comes to buying gifts is to set a budget. And then once you set a budget of what you are looking to spend within your household, okay? Because remember, you shouldn't have to go broke to show your maybe appreciation for someone else with a gift. Go ahead and communicate what your budget is to other family members and other friends. Hey, so-and-so, I only have a $20 budget for each person. Is that... You know, that is what I am able to spend for this holiday. And you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that will just turn around and say, you don't have to buy me anything. Mm -hmm. And then you'll realize that that's not even what they're looking for. And if they are, then you also have people that would be like, that's totally fine. If you only have $20 to spend. Now, if you have those family members that they're looking for something big during that time, if you set if you set the boundary of this is what I can afford and they don't respect that boundary, then maybe there's some other conversations that need to be had there because then that goes beyond like what the meaning of the yeah, holiday there's is. There's nothing worse than you digging yourself in a hole mm-hmm. to try to impress someone um, and then make yourself broke over it. Yeah. Like it's, I, I honestly, I feel like that, it's better for you to just tell the person and own your truth, right? Let's let, like you said, let them know. Yeah. Hey, listen, this Christmas, I can only, you know, I'm, my budget is only X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I think that it's you're way better off having someone see you for who you are than perceive you for who you not, and then you going into debt for it. Yeah, and All for right? a gift that more than likely they're just gonna take back to the store. You're literally just shooting yourself in the fucking foot. And my last um, recommendation that I would love to give is. Make something. Make make a homemade gift. Uh, something that I love to do. A bitch loves the thrift store. And if you don't believe me, this jacket and this sweater is from the thrift store. I may have spent maybe $10 for this. If that. Um, and the sweater is J. Crew, and so is the jacket. So that being said, one of my favorite things or one of my favorite recommendation, uh, recommendations for giving a homemade gift is go to the thrift store or the secondhand store, whatever it is you want to call it, and buy like a, like, a, like a pre-owned Tupperware of some sort or like some sort of dish that you can then maybe bring a dish to someone's home in and then leave them with that tupperware i actually just went to the secondhand store the other day and i found this really pretty it was like a maroon slash purple pyrex dish like a lasagna dish with a top on it three dollars and fifty cents yeah people underestimate thrifting i did for a long time right and it wasn't until you started coming home with stuff and be like honey look what i got for you and i'd be like oh my god that's just so nice where'd you get it and i got thrifted it and i was like what Get the fuck out of here. You can get this shit thrifting. And then sooner, you know, like before I knew it, I'm in the motherfucking thrift store picking up shit. And I just think that when you take the time to personalize something like that, you know, or um, you could even put a little bow on top of it. And what I mean by is like share that recipe with them. 
make yeah. a little handwritten um, recipe card with the dish. Say, hey, this is my, you know, I have a friend that she makes this um, macaroni salad that I fucking love. And if she was to give that to me with her recipe and say, this is how I make it, I would find that so meaningful yeah. because it's something that I'm going to be able to use over and over again. Yeah. Well, so, you know, it's unfortunate. Like Some people lack that that creativity and mm -hmm. maybe they're very busy in their life and can't do that and so they just feel like it's easier just to go buy something okay so, so don't get caught up in that shit the other thing is this if you can't make a dish if you go to the bakery and you get some nice cookies and you put it in one of those dishes yeah bring it to the home and same thing it doesn't have to be extravagant it's more about the meaning um behind it and you can even find out from the person home that you're going to if there's des desserts that they like or is there something that they've ever had at your home that they like to eat right. or there's even been times that i've made bottles of coquito and i put them in pre-made bottles and i put like little ornaments on them that i got from the dollar store yeah so um and if they don't like it fuck them low-key some of the stuff from our wedding from was from the dollar store yeah, the the frames, the yeah. frames that are um, yep. centerpiece things went in. You yeah. wouldn't even know it. Listen, it's that 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 that's not what was important. And if anybody was focusing on that, then like I said, fuck them, because I honestly don't give a shit. I but, don't give a shit either. So share with us your uh, your last one of like a, a holiday mubble fubble. Okay. So this one, I really think it goes without saying, but at the same time, you don't really think about it because it's just something that happens during the holidays, and that's hosting. Being a host is literally has to be one of the most stressful things for the holidays. Yo, real talk. Yeah. And if you know, if you're not the type of person who likes hosting, that may be a lot for you. You know, and real talk, Gina's not a hoster. <laughs> she doesn't like to host. Pause. You know? she, I used to be. Okay. Yes. So I'm I'm speaking in present time, right? She used to be, um, but then it just got to the point where she's like, yo, it's just like it becomes more stressful than anything. And so, because we've thrown some really big things at our house yeah, over the last absolutely. Hello, me and Emo have been together almost twenty years. Um, could you imagine how many times we yeah. have hosted? And it just got to a point where I found myself not enjoying what was happening while we were doing it because I was so chaotically trying to host. Yeah, and. Evo is a great co-host. Uh, there's even times where he takes the the forefront. Yeah. You know, the setting up, the breaking down, the preparation of food. Maintaining while the while you know, while the event right. is in session. Yeah. It was too much. So um Now I'm just if, like, can we go somewhere? If you think yeah, well, if you think about it, right? If you if you've never hosted, the person that is hosting, not only do they have to host and prepare for it, but they also have to do all of their Christmas stuff, their Christmas mm. shopping, their wrapping. You know, and that in itself isn't it's just an added stress. Then having to go to the supermarket and buy all the food and get a head count, you know, and organize everything and set up your whole house and, you know, make sure that you have enough stuff for all the people that are coming. Uh, and there's just a lot of work that goes behind that. If you've never hosted, you can't even imagine the, the stress that it brings. And the majority of households are two working family members. Yeah. So that means that they're more than likely managing their job. And then having to manage hosting an event on top of that and finding ways to squeeze in the time to get all of the needs that you yeah. would ha need to have for an event. Yeah, it's definitely not for everybody. So, you know, my advice to you um, in dealing with the, the type of stress that comes with hosting that is, you know, if, if you're not into hosting, just don't do it. 
let's keep i'm keeping it fucking simple keeping it a buck like i will come to somebody's house and i will do whatever it is that you need me to do at your house i will bring a dish i will help you clean up i just don't want to do it in my house yeah i mean because you have to enjoy that because there you know the whole after of cleaning up and putting everything back together and dealing with the aftermath um you may become disgruntled over the holidays yes if, if you're not if you're not prepared for that shit. I will say this. As much as I don't enjoy hosting as much as I used to, we still do do it. Mm-hmm. We just do it on a smaller scale. Yeah. We used to have parties where there would be like over 20 people in our house. And we stopped doing that. Now, maybe five. I'm just like, this is, the, this yeah. is what I can mentally handle. And that can be really hard. Because then you have to kind of like handpick who it is that you want to have at your particular event and that doesn't mean that you are less any any less caring of the people that you didn't invite you just want to let people know that that's what you can personally handle in my in my honest opinion i'm yo i'm all about living in that zen yeah you may find yourself super exhausted and spent yeah at a time of the year when you're supposed to feel joyful and happy to be around family and you're not supposed to feel the mobile fubbles. The mobile fubbles. <laughs> I hope that that word becomes, or that phrase becomes like, I don't know what it is about it. It just kind of sounds like, I think what it sounds like is it sounds like one of those words that you use when you're trying to cover up a curse word. Like instead of saying motherfucker, you say mobile fubbles. Or like a flub. So I could, yeah, I could kind of see how that. Yeah. You would think that. So it's actually December already. So Can't fucking I believe Yeah. It. Um, what the fuck, bro? Can we get a rewind? Can we get a fucking oh my select up? You know, like that. You know how they fucking. Really? Did what do you mean a rewind? Just a rewind. And I'm a, happy me, that it's the end of the like, year. I don't know. I would just like to redo like at least like six months of this year. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's obviously things that I wish I would have had up and going by now. Um, oh, that's and interesting. So, and I would have liked them done by this year. And I just feel hmm. like that if I could just rewind like six months, I could get those in before really? twenty before twenty twenty two was over. Wow, I'm really surprised by that. Maybe we should talk about things that weren't that you thought you were gonna get done that you we didn't. There's only one thing that I that didn't shit. accomplish this year that I wanted to this year. Everything else that I said to myself I wanted to do, I did. Yeah, I have two, and it they take time to do. So yeah, mine was learn how to speak Spanish better, and mm-hmm. I did Duolingo for like two months, and I was like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, my wow. other one was read um, six books, and I'm actually at eight right now. So yeah, you 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 killed that right there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually trying to reach ten. Um, I'm currently Gina reading like three books right now, all yeah. the same fucking time. I am simultaneously reading three books. I'm reading um, Michelle Obama's book Becoming. I'm reading Game of Thrones, and then I'm reading the breakdown of uh, Fire and Blood, Shit. which I'm- is like. It's called the volume one. I read Fire and Blood, and this is like a breakdown of it that has more illustrations. So if anybody's wondering how I'm doing that. So uh, my bedtime book is the volume one of the House of Dragons breakdown book. So I try to read at least five to ten pages of that before I go to bed. Uh, When I take my daughter to one of her practices whether it was wrestling or swim um and those are between 30 minutes to an hour that's when i would read the game of thrones book or when i go to pick her up and i get a little early i have that book in the car and then the michelle obama book that's my when i'm downstairs and maybe like i'm waiting for dinner to cook and i have maybe like 20 30 minutes i read that 
That's how I'm cycling those three books. I'm still working on Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. Oh, that book is really good. It is a good book, but I just have a horrible habit. I have started so many books and not finished them that it just it's it's terrible. Um, And but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna finish this one because it it is really good. It It just kind of got boring, and I just don't. Yeah, I I don't like forcing myself to read through shit. Um, but I think I'm going to have to on this yeah, one because it, you, it started off really good. Yeah, if you have a goal that you want to com- complete, yeah. sometimes you got to push through the things that are not that exciting. Yeah. Um, but that w- with that being said, I enjoyed having this conversation. It's always a pleasure. Like I always do. Yes. Um, I kind of want to keep drinking tequila, but you know, once we press stop recording, yeah. we, have we have actually have back end work to do, which to do. which sucks because then I'm like, if I keep drinking, then it's not going to get done. But listen, until next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Peace Peace out. out.